Uncle big birthday. Big birthday. Because that's another song that I didn't big know. Big beat and that beat bands stands for bands. 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 It's bands. Or bands. Like rubber so bands. So I might have said vans. Yeah. Because I I remember being like, I don't know. And I remember like, but it's also that catch a song that's like, and I'm just picturing like the skater shoe. You should picture large wads of money wrapped in a band. I mean, that sounds actually that sounds painful. Yeah. Like if you're dancing and they're throwing like wadded uh, money, uh, at you. just bands of money. <laughs> no, I think it's more like they're pulling the wads of with bands out of their pocket, and then they're gonna give you the ones. Yeah, but that's confusing. Bands that make her. Also, bands. the song that by Kesha that's like, yeah. "Let me see them hands." I thought it was Hanes, like the underwear. <laughs> Let me see them hands. Let she let does kind of say it with a weird inflection. That no. Hanes? Do they make Hanes songs? Hanes that make her dance. Hanes that make her dance. Anybody with some scissors can make Hanes songs. That's true. That's true. Oh, hormone monster? Come on, baby. Come on, baby. Give give me a little bubble bath. Bubble bath. Jesus. All right, you guys want to roll it? Hey everybody, welcome to this week's episode of Every Good Boy Does Fine, the weekly podcast where we touch on music's past, its present, and where it's going. My name is Daniel, along with my co-host Greg and our rotating panel of guests, we'll seek to relay interesting news, history, and a healthy dose of our own opinions, for better or worse. How you doing this week, Greg? Oh, not doing too bad. Well, let's get into the introductions for everyone around the table today. Uh, first up, we have the Lady of the Hour, Judy. Like a phoenix from the ashes, baby. I've risen from the dead, bitches. I'm back. Hi, everybody. It's Judy here. So I have a quick question for everyone as we introduce ourselves today. You are an amateur stripper, right? This is your first night out on stage. Oh, boy. What song are you stripping to? It's your first night out. So can't wait. I mean, I feel like everybody probably knows mine. Um, (laughs) A part of the USA, right? You're stripping to that? 100%, yeah. I wanted that to be my high school senior song, but a stripper song works good too. <laughs> it's ta- I thought it was tasteful and patriotic. <laughs> oh, American flag bikini or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, part of me wants to say that thong song, but also a milli, a milli. Oh, hi, I'm Kristen. <laughs> I'm obviously new. Um, no, stripper song. A milli, a milli, a I'm a millionaire. I'm, I'm a, a young, young money millionaire. millionaire. <laughs> Can you imagine the strobes and like the silhouette and like I can't do pole dancing, but if if I could, you could probably imagine. I mean, that song was made to throw cash too. So yeah, in slow motion. <laughs> right, 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 right. I feel like the club would have to put a, an entire show together for you. I'm not sure if they're ready to. I'm the feature. Dedicate, Jimothy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm the Dedicate headliner. that much time just for you. I am I'm the Taylor Swift of oh stripping in this fantasy. 
So my answer, I think I have I have two separate answers, real quick. My first and <laughs> depending on the day of the week, I mean, t- day of the week. So okay. if I if I'm if I'm feeling fine, I'm saying I'm saying no hands. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh, I'm always throwing ass to that. So I feel like I feel like you're gonna have to fight a few strippers in order to get that song. No, I'm I'm getting on stage. Yeah. I'm gonna have to fight a few to get there. Yeah. yeah. My my second, uh, if I'm feeling just like if I'm if I'm feeling like spinning a crowd weird would be third eye by tool and i'm gonna do all the bill hicks bits <laughs> at the beginning of the song it's a lot of talking there's several comedy things in the front of it and yeah. the whole thing slows to a grind very niche stage. stripper yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> i mean there's some i mean there's some parts where like i'm gonna put ass through things on that song. girls who get it, get it get it yeah. Yeah. <laughs> i'll say that's that's uh, uh, girls who don't, don't. <laughs> a lot of a lot of the girls are taking this chance to go to the bathroom real quick oh, yeah, before yeah, they yeah, come yeah. back yeah 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 i'm, I'm more of a go I'm get a drink pro- right now I'm, if i had to describe me i'm an intermission stripper <laughs> i think you'd make a lot of pity money <laughs> this guy's got a family to feed <laughs> he's obviously up here for a reason Dang, or he gets change thrown at him is actually like the pennies that are they're just like, oh, I don't have yeah. left, and they just throw it at the Like stage. a beer costs $2.50, so you got those extra quarters here. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Every Sunday, he takes a big jar of change to Kroger. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing more sad than standing at the front of a Kroger at a coin store. <laughs> the manager comes over and starts talking to you, and you're like, yeah, I wish they would one time make it rain instead of hail on me. <laughs> you just, you also, you have to make sure you do it at the end of the grocery trip. Not the beginning, like you needed this to be able to go get food for the week. Maybe maybe some like chips or something. When it all comes together, his favorite bag of chips. And I am eating chips because I am an intermission stripper. (laughs) Speaking of intermission strippers, um, I'd have to go with a a very appropriate song, um, seeing as I do not have the body type most people want to see strip. So I'm going to go with Skilo's I Wish, because I do wish I was a little bit taller and that I wasn't taller. <laughs> yeah, that's the problem with your body is that you're not taller. Yeah. <laughs> If I had to point out something, that's it. Yikes. Sorry I had to go that hard at the beginning of the show right now. And then, uh, Judy, what's yours? Oh, because I'm classy and tasteful 100% of the time like mine would be something by Celine Dion but it would be for like oh, it would no. be like rich slipping <laughs> like slipping. <laughs> like my heart will go on I think it would be like it's all coming back to me like very theatrical it'd be musical theater stripping so anyone that was questioning their sexuality in high school they're gonna throw they're gonna throw money at me yeah I 100%. mean did you, what about all those videos wasn't that to a Celine Dion song where they would be are like you gonna- baby Oh yeah, on TikTok, yeah. yes, one hundred percent. Are you gonna change the lyrics to "They're all coming on my back"? Oh my god! <laughs> but I also could see myself dancing to like White Snake because I feel like white trash men are into uh, big-breasted women, which is like one hundred percent down my alley. <laughs> are you assuming that the only people that go to strip clubs are white trash men? I didn't say that. Wow. Wow. <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and say that. Probably. <laughs> Sorry to all the white trash men out there listening. Yeah. Way to way to alienate at least three of our listeners. <laughs> no. 
I mean, the, I'm not trying to to bash them. They're putting a lot of people through, you know, their livelihoods. Medical yeah. school. Through, through, through medical school. That the, <laughs> the only reason these girls are up there is to honestly, get to the, Yeah. yeah honestly, if you felt offended, text us your favorite White Snake song. Comment on our Twitter page. Here I go again on my own. <laughs> I it just makes think me think the, of this uh, the um, blooper reel in uh, the movie Fired Up yeah. where they're, they're singing that song. Oh. <laughs> Was she lonely on that road? <laughs> no, speaking of being offensive, though, I think that the formal word for it now is dancer and not oh, exotic dancer. Entertainer. Is it not Lady uh, of the Night? So, so how I was gonna say, how do dancers feel about them being in the same grouping? I mean, strippers? have you ever tried to dance on a pole? I mean, I haven't, but I've it's heard hard, it's terribly yeah. hard. I want to say no, but yes, I. I, have. I mean, they have fitness classes now. I so wish I could say no. They have yeah. national competitions of mm-hmm. pole dancing. So, I mean, oh, I could never. These abs, I mean, are what's left of them. Oh, I would never. <laughs> it's me, Jessica. It's me, Jessica. <laughs> I'm in here. Nor, <laughs> no, nor. Yeah, respect to all the exotic dancers out there. I could never do what you do in my wildest dreams. Sex work is work. Well, right? also, I also, I think that's a normal thing just for work exercise. Work, right? Just exercise at this point. Are you telling I feel me like more people. No, gym. God. No, I'm just saying. I think I think a lot of girls do it now for exercise. I think I think Jim's trying to say like he wishes you were taller. (laughs) (laughs) All right, and then to get into uh, the topic of today, we're gonna cover a few concerts that uh, Judy here went to. Uh, So I'm gonna hand the reins over to her and kind of let her run this episode. So you're getting a Judy's corner. Get in the moody, because here comes Judy. Um, <laughs> said there was a booty reference, but... Okay, so first of all, I went to two concerts. Two, I feel like, really popular hot-button right. concerts right now in the past, what, I want to say two months. Um, the first of those... Look we'll at you to... bragging about having a life. It's a small flex. <laughs> it's a small flex out here. The first one um, was towards the beginning of May, and that was Blink-182. They're they're touring right now which they were fantastic i was several beers yeah. deep but they That's i mean it's a nostalgia for me i had floor seats so i was very close i could see the sweat on their God, faces an even bigger flex thank you so much it was <laughs> it's a humble rag humble. well because i've been obsessed with them since eighth grade like it's my favorite band of all time so like and my high school friends like we connect to each other through blink 182 so we were all like if we're gonna go big, we're gonna go big. Yeah. So that's why, like, that's what we decided immediately, and we had the time of our lives, and they sound exactly the same as they did, fucking twenty years ago, which is insane. That's awesome. That's awesome. Good. For and them. they're still like making the same like immature sex jokes for absolutely no reason. Mm-hmm. And it's it's kind of funny though because you have these old parents, like we're in our thirties now. The people that listen to Blink One Eight Two are in our fucking thirties now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you have these parents that brought their kids to this concert. Yeah. I mean, my friends are like looking around. We're like, okay, this 10 year old shouldn't be hearing about someone sucking someone else's cock casually. Oh, they're it's making not for them. Like in between in sets. Between sets they're yeah. like, they I banter. Was say, if it's in the music, like they probably hear it all the it's time in the car. They, <laughs> they played several songs like 
I want to fuck but a dog also, in the ass. Are, like, it's like, yeah, that's one of those they, they, they have a few songs that they, like, only do at, like, live venues and yeah. stuff that are, like, really, really no vulgar. Reason. But also, like, their their target audience when they were out new, like, was a bunch of middle school. Yeah. At the time. Like, so, did, like, did they open the concert still with, um, oh, what's that quick song called? I think it's called Family Reunion or whatever, where it's just like, chip as fuck. Oh, gosh, it wasn't their first song. Okay, they played okay. the anthem. The anthem part two was actually okay, the, what okay. they opened with, if I if yeah, I remember correctly. That makes sense. Which was fun as shit. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it was in there. Yeah, absolutely. And so I'm looking around. And I'm like, why are these little kids here? <laughs> and like, what's going on with these parents? That they're like, I should take my nine year old. And no shame to anybody's yeah. parenting. Mm-hmm. But I just feel like a Blink One Eighty Two concert is a very interesting place to take your child. Well, yeah. I also feel like if I'm going to a concert and I. And, you know, in my 30s, I have a nine-year-old. I'm not wanting to be around them. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm wanting a break. Like, you're going to kind of plug into that nostalgia, mm-hmm. and you're going to bring your nine-year-old who couldn't give a shit about who this band is. Yeah. So it's like, the kid's probably, like, texting on their phone the whole time. I actually have a buddy uh, that is taking his kid to this uh, metal festival he goes to every year. And he's taking him this a year. Metal festival? Yeah, it, it, I think he's, like, nine or ten years old. I was going to say, what's the age of the kid? Yeah, I think he's about, like, nine or ten. Um, I mean, and school's kind of like that. Like, yeah, yeah, right? and, and and he's he's like, yeah. So it's like kind of weird. Like I just can't be like fucking wasted the entire weekend. Like Dude. I actually have a responsibility while I'm there. Well, I was terrified when Caleb. Okay, so everybody, Caleb's my husband. <laughs> Occasionally on here, um, and he loves festivals apparently. Um, but I was scared when he went to that metal thing. I was just like, Jesus, like, are you gonna? take like a taser or something <laughs> like i was just like terrified Put a bicycle helmet on like, he goes he goes i was like don't go in any mosh pits i almost suffocated and wanted a boys like girls concert i actually that actually almost happened i was 15 now i thought i was gonna i'm also i'm also just laughing about you being worried about caleb in a mosh pit he's so little he's, he's <laughs> i love you so much but you are so little like me yeah. <laughs> he's very, very no he's very strong but i will tell you at a mosh pit we'd we'd up there we'd get trampled we'd get, yeah. get trampled nobody, nobody tell him like nobody these, tell him he goes, yeah, people were looking over his head the caleb block this episode from him <laughs> honestly caleb's who you want in front of you at a concert yeah <laughs> exactly right. see great Oh God, he's gonna Greg edit this out. He's gonna kill me. I kind of uh, hope we kind of can call him on and be like, "You obviously don't listen to these episodes." <laughs> Seriously, I'm always the one who tells him when the episodes come out. I'm like, "Did you hear that episode?" He's like, "Yeah, I saw it came out." I was like, "Why well, are you listening to the whole thing?" I'm like laying in bed feeding our child. And I'm like, "Oh my God!" Like laughing out loud. Wait, your child's listening to this? I have an AirPod in. She's two months old. She doesn't listen to anything. Not a casual flex. I had one of my AirPods in. I did. So I could hear, you know, out of the other one. (laughs) Or maybe I lost the other one. I don't know. My life's a mess. Actually, the last time I remember, I only have one AirPod. I, I also want to go back to the taser comment because ever since that I've just been imagining using a taser on someone in a mosh pit and then seeing like eight people go down because of the <laughs> connection. Oh yeah. <laughs> I actually am curious, would that happen? I don't know. We should yeah, test probably. it. I feel like they would love that. They probably would be like, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah if you're like the fifth that. person out and you're just like, oh yeah. <laughs> 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 I don't know. Oh, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, 
you're looking for a misconnection. You're following a Craigslist thing. The guy that shocked me. <laughs> yeah. oh. I, I swear, Lamb of God was a shocking set this weekend. <laughs> they played like all the hits, all the deep cuts. Were, were they still playing like the same set list that they did at the at uh, Coachella, where it was like it was mainly little, like it all was the a little old different. stuff? Yeah, okay. I mean, they played like their well-known songs, like always yeah. like anything from probably the greatest hits album well they didn't play like eminem yeah. or carousel which i was disappointed because carousel is mm. like my favorite carousel was the song. first song ever i learned on bass but yeah. i think it's funny because there's two men in front of us and they didn't know blink 22 i don't know how they got these tickets mm. and they kept turning around and making like fun commentary about what was happening around them oh like that bunny's eyes are bleeding like yeah it was like kind of like what happens but then at one point like uh I forget what song, but it's like, your mom's a whore is one of the lyrics oh. of their songs. And we screamed it because you have to. Yeah. It's a time to yell your mom's a whore. It's during a Blink-182 right. concert. This guy turns around. He's like yeah. in a polo shirt. Yeah. I feel like they were other good times. Yeah. I, but, oh, yeah, I feel like yeah, I yeah, might have yelled it at other times. <laughs> I feel like me and Jim yelled at each other every yeah. other day. Polo shirt. Polo shirt turned right around. Now, he's like, me. these are really interesting lyrics. How like, did that's they get your, these tickets? That's your... That's your Big ideas about what Did you look at him and say, Sir, how did you get here? Were they Who like, dropped you off? Were they like chaperoning? Escape from a nursing home. What? Are you new here? Hi, are you new Were they here? like chaperoning like teenagers? No, they were something? adult men. They were there together. They left early. They were there together? They weren't, but they weren't together. Oh. Were they? they were a little weird because they kept turning around and it was almost like a oh, hangarouse. But mm. it, well, we weren't about it. Oh, then they were maybe looking, like, scouting for a certain type of gal. Well, why would you at buy a blink four seats to find were they old? blink Wait, two girls? Were they old? They were mid-third, just like us. Oh. Everybody, everybody was, like, kind of, like, the same I was going to say, maybe it was, like, an older guy looking for a certain type of, like, younger sugar baby oh, yeah. at a blink one eighty two. I would have been his little sugar baby. I mean, it sounds like he could have found that younger girl at this Blink-182 concert. He probably he was on, But they did end up leaving. But not if you're making comments like, <laughs> these are interesting lyrics. Yeah. And there's, <laughs> like, yeah, it was I sure do I sure do take umbrance with the connotations that we're talking <laughs> it about. It really was like that. And we're just like like we're just trying to like we're just having trying to have a good time. We're just yeah. trying to have a good Wednesday like, night. Dude, my kid's at home asleep right now. I'm allowed to yell your mom. That's mom's exactly how I feel. No judgment. I was like, I got a hotel room that's connected that's to this establishment. <laughs> I'm not going anywhere. I have a DD. I'm yeah, responsible. I'm, like, really I'm allowed fine. to yell this. But they also put Travis like on um like a platform and they put mm. him in the air. For a couple songs, which is like a really cool kind of fun experience for everybody. It was just really um, nostalgic and wonderful. It yeah. felt really good. Like I could, I can't talk about it enough. Like being there, um, my friends they actually had like pit tickets, so they were like just like right behind the stage. And Tom looked at one of my friends. He's like, "You're fucking hot," and like that's her brag for the rest of her life. <laughs> Did he really though? Yeah, because no, my. <laughs> Two of my friends were with them, and he, like, touched her hand. He's like, you're fucking hot. <gasps> uh, so she can tell her, that Tom DeLonge told her, Brooke. Sorry, Brooke. Um, <laughs> she can tell everybody that Tom DeLonge was like, you're fucking hot, That's and touched awesome. her hand. I That's, would die a happy She can woman. die. She can just die. <laughs> <laughs> no, not like that. Not in a happy there. way. In a happy way, Brooke. And, like, she's like. <laughs> I think you just told Brooke to die. I would never say that, Brooke. Did you just tell her? Mom's a whore and to eat shit yeah, and she die. Knows, she knows what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying, girly, girly, girly. You're never going to listen to this, I so <laughs> I'm not going to apologize. Brooke, Brooke, when you do one day, though, we're all sorry for what Judy has said. <laughs> glad, yeah. you're, glad you're alive and still listening to this. Yeah. <laughs> Happy being alive, girl. Um, but yeah, Maybe it's so, your birthday. 
Huh? But they were just, well, they had to go in like two hours early. As soon as the doors Mm. opened, they went in, they were in VIP. So, and they got, so Blink also only does like 200 of the area posters for their concert. So they were able to get one of their like limited edition. Mm. Cause when we got there, the merch line outside was all the way around, around the area, area. around the area. Is it, is it, I feel like it's getting like that to the point where you have to just order stuff online well here's what happened no, because we it's went getting in. nuts to get anything this was the outside merch line we went in did you get eras tour merch because you know i did you know i did well i'll get to the eras tour in a minute because I have you guys aren't even ready because as a, as a person ready like i want sh- i want a shirt like i want a poster and you can't do it anymore like unless you just wait there and well, you miss stuff. here's what i'm gonna say we got in and we went towards the floor and you guys know what i'm talking about like when you go like down towards the slope hey. And uh, there was a merch area, like, right there, right before you, like, take those doors down the floor. And nobody was in line. She's, so, like, ducked in real quick. Well, I went in. Dropped $180. For, for two items. <laughs> for two items. <laughs> <laughs> but again, is. I had some goggles on. I was like, I'm feeling good. I'm with my friends. I'm nostalgic. <laughs> That's the one-lifetime time vibe. First of all, the merch I got is fucking cute. So you wear goggles when you're not there. I wear goggles when you're not here. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so um, Taylor Swift, which I'm going to talk about in a little bit, her merch line was down several stairs wrapping around was that how it was when you got there like hours and hours and hours i did order online with the merch code because she sent out a merch code to everybody the next day oh so you were able to get the stuff that was there yeah for 15 percent off that's good yeah wait a minute where did you get that merch because i had an idea in my brain while we were talking about like Scanning merch and as going a, and picking it up. It's a good place for that. In no, your brain. it was in my brain. Yeah. I mean, I heard there are several is... scientific studies that say we carry a lot of uh, a lot uh, of neuro- thoughts in our heads, uh, uh, neurological cells in our in our uh, gut biomes. I mean, and that, that, my uh, mind is in my stomach mostly. I same, but either way, what I, are you asking? Well, I was like, how did you get this merch? Because I was like, how cool would it be if you could just get on purchase merch? And then go to like a certain location, scan a QR code, and they have like your order, and you can just oh, pick it up. You mean like picking up merch? No, so that I didn't way there's do... no lines. No, so the next well, day, but like ahead of time, so that way you don't have to wait in lines and then run out of your size and like all like it's all like li- a live update inventory. I'm inventing this, TM. That would be amazing. <laughs> I just copyrighted that right here. Nobody take that idea. Idea, you're a fucking dear little bitch. It's I like hard. that you just. I like you just had an idea, and the first thing you did was say it into a microphone. <laughs> I have a really good idea that people could make a lot of money. I have from. a lot of good ideas, you guys. You don't understand. Yeah, but, yeah, because like, how, how good would that be if there was a uh, a ticket purchasing company that, while purchasing your ticket, it then forwarded you to the merch store where you could just include all the merch you wanted yeah, in you with your ticketing. There, you show up and yeah. then you just pick up your little like bundle with your name on it, and you don't have to worry about sizes being out or anything being out of stock. I'm a genius. We're not talking to you, Ticketmaster. You yeah, fuck. Fuck you, Ticketmaster. <laughs> ticket well, that's kind of like what the VIP is. With the VIP ticket that we got to T-Swift, you got a lanyard, a tote, some postcards. A tote? So you know what would be cool, though, if you didn't have to buy a VIP a ticket. And you can still <laughs> buy merchandise like all the rest of us fucking peasants. For this <laughs> you buy, buy tickets for $1,000 to a T-Swift concert. I mean, I don't know if they're Better yet. I just heard rumors. What I'm if they would have been? Sorry, Judy. That's. 
I hope they're not a thousand dollars. Bees a Swifty too. For those of you that don't know, that gorgeous whispering voice um, was our audience member B. Would you call it and a dulcet tone? That was the first thing she had to say, and it was to talk about Taylor Swift. And I'm really proud. I've never been proud of you. Better yet, what <laughs> if it wasn't a tote and it was a t-shirt? I would uh, love a t-shirt. We love an oversized tee that I can sleep mm-hmm, in mm-hmm, and can mm-hmm. hide my my postpartum figure in. That's we what I'm saying. It. It's me. No, see, <laughs> then he. That's how I feel every day. Uh, no, but what a great idea, though, and like for the peasants, though. Well, yeah, <laughs> but it also did come with a box as well. So I feel like there was a lot of unnecessary items when you could have done a sweatshirt or a t-shirt for the same cost well, of all the items that you received. That's what I mean. You can like handpick and then just show up and he- surprise, here's this. And now you have all your merch to wear and you don't have to wait in. I mean, there's probably still gonna be lines, but you don't have to have fear of things being out. Yeah, I don't I get the benefit of waiting line people that want things and want them now like I get that and it's like oh I got this at the concert blah 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 for me there's never a reason that I will wait in line longer than I need to for like I will swallow my pride and be like I got this online from the same distributor from the same Chinese factory that is making these shirts because it is all like outsourced to China yeah. it's all Chinese yeah. manufactured but so the next day um, she sent out a merch code for everybody that went to the concert the night before. It's like Pittsburgh and two fifteen, and you get fifteen percent off all of her merch. But it was already on sale, and we were like, "Why is all this on sale?" So I got this hoodie that's eighty dollars, and I'm not. I haven't even gotten to Taylor Swift yet, and I'll get there, fans. <laughs> but I got eighty dollars for fifty nine dollars. I was like, "Oh heck yeah!" Plus that extra fifteen percent, it ended up being like forty, and then after shipping is back to fifty. Which I was is like, like a, a normal. understandable price for a hoodie well i'll tell you what happened i'll tell you why this is the way that it is and i was like heck yeah the next day literally the next day she dropped an entire new line of merch that's coming out in august Mm. so you got that you got that old swag and i'm gonna get it when it drops just to be aware everybody okay so i'm gonna drop a casual opinion about my i'm not a swifty i don't understand why she has merch that just people like I, why are people so obsessed are we at the swifty yet can i give you my i condo- like her music I didn't now need that light up lanyard okay <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking just in general, though. I just mean, like, can I give you my credentials, first things first? Well, can I say first things first? I've been listening to T-Swift since I was in high school or whenever she was like, do you think Tim McGraw? Yeah, from debut album. Teardrops, I'm like. And those those were great. I liked liked Country Taylor. I liked her. And then I, I literally could not stand her to the point where I would turn off the radio whenever she would come on. Same with Katy Perry. Sorry, Jim. Katy Perry and T Swift. I'm about to just, hop over this table right now. <laughs> <laughs> Either way, it's just not a Swifty. Now, over time, especially with their new stuff, I have really come to like actually enjoy her music, and I do think that it is it's pretty good. Now, is she like a, a lyricist? Like everybody brags about her being like this amazing lyricist. No, I disagree highly. Disagree. No, and no. I but, but no. I get but I get how people like her music and kind of go crazy because she's like she is an awesome person. But the Swifty just like mindset of just like this obsession where I see people crying at her concert. I'm just like, I don't get it. There's yeah, nobody I did, for me. Though. I did cry at her concert. I'm not several and I, and times. I'm, but I'm, okay, but I'm not judging either. Right. I just the, don't. The personal I attacks don't in this room right now. I just feel first like, of me now, <laughs> Judy. Bam, bam. First time on the podcast, I'm just nailing everybody with headshots. Um, no, I just feel like I just don't get the 
like the draw to it. I, there, but then again, I don't have anybody who I would go to a concert and be like, oh my god. I was just about to say, is there anybody at all that it's worth um, being that obsessed over? I probably wouldn't cry, but the only people I could really understand, and we kind of talked about this earlier, is In Sync because that was like my first love. I'm not gonna lie, like growing right. up, I would die to go to another In Sync concert and just have a blast for the nostalgic reasons. I get you. I get you. But I just don't think anybody is just like. I, I, genius. I, I think like the biggest like, thing. I think the biggest thing when it comes to Taylor Swift with that type of hardcore following is um, how relatable she has been to so many fans. I, I think I that's what it that. is: is the re- relatability. I, yeah. I also, I also think a lot of times when you see people, like I've never full on cried at a concert, but the amount no. of times I have teared up during concerts oh. is mm. high. So yeah. like you get to a situation where you have worked yourself up to see this. And yeah. then it happens. Yeah. And then that emotional release can be heavier or lighter depending on the person. Yeah. Yeah. And let me just tell you this. For the Ares tour specifically, <laughs> there is a, well, for where we were at, 73,000 people, 70,000 other people who arguably have lived similar experiences that are screaming pain that they've experienced at the top of their lungs with you. I mean, you can laugh, but that's how I actually feel. Listen, I get very defensive about this because this music was with me through depression and anxiety. And I'm going to talk about that in a second. I was going to say, how was it that you explained it to me that that one day of clearly you've never been with uh, a a bunch of women in the high rises screaming uh, breakup songs at the top of your lungs? And I I was like, there's something so beautiful and empowering, especially about connecting with the time period in your life. Screaming those things that you screamed in your car by yourself with other people and you can feel their release when you scream it and you have your own release and it's, it's so therapeutic and like empowering and strengthening. And the reason that I love Taylor Swift and here are my credentials and I'm going to drop them really quickly because I feel like this is important. I didn't jump on the Swifty train. I have seen her at every major stadium tour that she's been on and my husband is in the room, but it's confidential who he is, and he can vouch for that. I've been listening to her for years. I've been made fun of, and I've been shit on for being a Swifty for the past 10 years. And now she's really popular, and that's great. And I still feel a very strong need to defend her because as somebody that struggled with depression and anxiety, right, like right. her music really related to me, especially her Red <laughs> album, which was 10 years, 10, 15 years right. ago, that got me through a lot of really, really hard painful emotions Mm -hmm. so i've been with taylor and i feel like she this is so unhealthy maybe that i have this mindset that like she gets what i'm feeling and i can kind of cope and process through the things that she says Mm -hmm. i don't think that's unhealthy i think that it's kind of what greg said it's relatable right i think that probably the reason why i don't get it is just because i was drawn to other types mm-hmm, of music because mm-hmm. i mm-hmm. struggle with anxiety and depression as right, well yeah i always say i'm like happily medicated <laughs> <laughs> very yeah. happily medicated but that's just not where i was drawn so maybe that's why i don't get yeah. it and it's not in any way like shitting on anybody who loves her like to that extent it's just i never really understood it and like the pedestal that she was put on but i will say now when she comes on the radio i don't turn it right <laughs> i don't turn it i have made strides people it's also become um a connection that i have with my sister especially mm-hmm. as our lives have changed over the years like something that we always do is we will always see taylor swift together right come oh, thick awesome, or come though. thin yeah. like we've seen her four times because she didn't see the first two stadium i went with friends 
because my sister was like alt goth in high school so she was a taylor swift denier for a while and then again i think the red album was when she was like oh shit mm-hmm. like as we all did we're mm-hmm. like, oh shit this is powerful but even though fearless is fantastic we're, not, we're gonna get into that just, um, just, just to give myself a frame of reference, because um, I don't know, like, the songs tied to each album. What were, like, some of the, um, like, big songs of the Red Album? I knew you were trouble oh, okay. when you walked okay. in. 22, We're Never Getting Back Together, okay. All Too Well. She came out with Taylor's Taylor's version, All Too Well, the 10-minute version. All Too Well has been my favorite t- Taylor Swift song for over 10 years, and the 10-minute version. Like, everybody jumped on that, but, like, I, that song yeah. was amazing, for me, I heard I, I haven't listened to it myself, but I heard a lot of good things about that. Then you also have like it. "Come Back, Be Here," like um, "State of Grace," like all these really, really beautiful songs about heartbreak and loss and rejection and just like pains that you experience in your teens and your early twenties, and even just yeah. like struggling with like not knowing what's next for you. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of that era. So let me give you the rundown. So she starts with debut. That's like traditional country Taylor, which you have like Tim McGraw, teardrops on my guitar. Love that. Picture to burn. My sister's Mm. 2002 Jetta. Well, we weren't screaming it because it's like, how do you scream country? But it's a great song. Was it a diesel? It was not a diesel. It was a navy blue Jetta that she actually crashed into a townhouse and totaled. Shout out to Alyssa. Was she Little screaming Lucy. Taylor Swift when she ran into that house? Probably not. I I think she was actually late for class because it was her senior year. Right, right, right. Was, right, the, right, right. was the class in that townhouse? <laughs> no, actually, that person sadly died. No, I'm just kidding. Of the car accident? <laughs> My God. But she no, actually, before she <laughs> you fucked me all up, no, right? No, wait, I'll fuck you up again because before she crashed into the townhouse, she actually did hit a person that was walking out between two buses. And she just clipped them and they fell and like fractured their clavicle. But it was their fault. And then she swerved to miss them and crashed into the townhouse in the 2002 Jetta. You walk between two buses and get hit by a Jetta. (laughs) (laughs) We give you you a microphone for 30 minutes and you confess to two felonies. You come up up with a business idea and now you're you're, you're confessing to hit and run. I am not. First of all, it wasn't me. It was Alyssa. <laughs> it was my sister, and she. It was not a hit and run. It was reported to the police. The girl said it was her fault, and then she doubled down, or like went back on her word and said it wasn't her fault. And then it was a big deal. But she had a fractured clavicle. Big fucking deal. She was texting and walking between. <laughs> she was texting and walking between two buses, like a like a rookie. <laughs> A rookie pedestrian. Every every time I see buses, I'm looking out. I'm looking out. Put my phone away. Yeah, I put my I put my phone away in the presence of buses all the time. Well, now that girl knows because she has a broken clavicle. You won't remember. You won't learn today. Yeah. Anyway, she remembers right. every time it rains outside. I will start. There's a 33 percent chance it's I, already it's raining. Right. I won't get into it, but the same year, my sister's best friend also got hit by a vehicle as she was a pedestrian. So there was lots of car accidents in that sure. year. It was a rough year for my sister and her friends. Do you and go cars. near cars now? <laughs> what? Do you go near cars? <laughs> Yeah, actually, I actually, I almost ran over my aunt once. <laughs> Wait, also, also, Judy can't be in this conversation either. No, that was bad. It was on her 70th birthday, too. It was terrible. 
terrible. But we won't get into this because we have an agenda to keep. Yeah. Well, I had, a, I had a Dairy Queen, so. No, no. Hit, hit was a Dairy it a Dairy Queen? Or was it? <laughs> Yeah, the was building. this a hate crime? The building. The <laughs> building. It was the building. It was actually. I still got ice cream. <laughs> you you nearly have to, right? So that's why their ice cream machines are broken so often. I, yeah. I used to hit up a Dairy Queen every day after my daughter's kinder music. It was always their chocolate ice cream that wasn't functioning. And now I know it was you, Judy. Now I know. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I'll take the vanilla this time. <laughs> Jesus. Vanilla. I like a swirl. Uh, Tell a swirl. I got it, bitches. I, I like whatever ice cream hits my fucking radiator when I go to the we gotta get back on track yeah. here. <laughs> All right, so Judy, I'm gonna I'm gonna have you uh, walk us through the the whole day of going into the concert. The presence of it, it's walking a, it's in, a, it's an experience. That big of a concert, this yeah. is a big build-up. You, you but before you do, I just have one last question about the Blink sure. concert. Did they perform any songs uh, that were on the albums when Matt Skiba... Yeah, they did. did. They, they did? played. Okay. Um, That's a question Bored I didn't to, know I had. They played yeah. Bored to Death, which was... Okay. Which is one of... I actually love yeah. that song yeah. um, so much. And they played... Um, I'm in deep with a girl, but she's oh, out of yeah. her mind. Uh, they a, played one. No, they played one of the. Wait, what was the other one? As a um, person, dark side. As a dark person, side. They nice. played dark side. As yeah. a person who liked his contribution, I was. Yeah. yeah. I didn't know I was curious about that until you asked. They did it. play yeah. dark yeah. side. Yeah, I, I was curious because um, at Coachella they Tom, didn't do anything. Tom from did a the great Ciba. job filling in for him. Oh actually. really? Yeah, he sounded really good. Oh sure, because like it was it was pretty much another person filling in for him originally. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They, they wanted to find someone with like that similar tone. Oh yeah, yeah. Now, resonating with like the airs tour like screaming that when you scream where are you at a <laughs> blink 182 oh, concert where are you like oh. full body so chill sorry. where are you everyone's ready for it too like you can feel it's like the, <laughs> the air is would. pregnant with anticipation <laughs> oh <laughs> my god it's but, like what? you know what that's where? a good way of describing yeah it. i like, like that. Oh, it's like I, nine I like, months yeah. and 10 centimeters dilated yeah, like, like, and it is ready to bust because <laughs> Anybody that's been to a Blink concert since, I think, 2000, what, 2009, 2010, hasn't heard Tom sing that. And so everyone was just like, come on, it's happening. (laughs) I know, I was like, it's about to happen. (laughs) And then it was just like, "Mm, makes your nipples hard. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it would probably make my nipples hard. That is awesome. That is awesome. I'm actually having a letdown. I've never, I've never, I've never had soft nipples. That's concerning. That's a condition. That sounds like a medical condition. You must go through a lot of t-shirts. Listen, I'm in the medical field. I think you need to see a doctor. Go through a lot of t-shirts. What if that was a condition? I have hard nipple syndrome. What's weird is I just keep getting invited on bank heists. Oh, your baby's locked in the car. That's so good. <laughs> do, you, do you work for AAA to get into locked cars? Yes, <laughs> yeah. But it's, you still have to replace the windshield. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't matter if you smash it or I cut a hole. Or cut a small hole with your hard nipple syndrome. <laughs> At least yeah. this way they don't have to clean up all the broken bits. Yeah, it's, a, it's a nice clean cut. It is, it is clean yeah. cut. And yeah, and obviously, honestly, 
just the the stability you get from me is a lot better than like some guy wailing at your windshield. You yeah. know, you get yeah. body damage. You have mm. to there's there's bondo involved. You don't want it. Yeah. So walking into the Taylor Swift concert. <laughs> <laughs> Nipples. Taylor Swift. Okay. So, so you're, you're walking through the front gates. Pittsburgh night two. Um, we actually end up parking across the bridge because we were like, it's going to be, if you know anything about the North Shore in Pittsburgh, it takes 70 million years <laughs> to get over there. <laughs> it's like, it's not cute for cars. It's not cute for parking. It's not cute for traffic. We're we going to start making regional humor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if, girls who get it, get it. Um, <laughs> So we parked across the bridge, and we were like, you know, we'll just walk in. We'll get there early. Um, we parked at Sixth Street, Sixth Street, Sixth Street, Sixth Street, Sixth Street, Sixth Street Garage, which was only fifteen dollars. And Rivers Casino oh, okay. was charging a hundred dollars for the park there. <gasps> that is a hundred fucking dollars. But did they put hard? did they put that hundred bucks on blackjack? <laughs> no. First off, they rookie, if you get there before four p.m., rookie? you're good. At Rivers, yeah. I think they were charging all day because it was a Taylor Swift concert. Like people to park. a lot of places. I go during that's Steelers games, insane. and if I'm you sorry. get there, I think it's I, before. But if they're charging hundred dollars at Rivers, that's Steelers games. Mm-hmm. Steelers games. If you get there before, I want to say it's ten a.m. Maybe um, you can get the brunch that they have there, and they will comp your ticket. And brunch mm-hmm. is what the the, okay. the parking is going to be. So I just assume. I shouldn't assume that it's the same, but it might I, not have been. That's weird. So you get food and free parking, or you just pay yeah. for parking? Because they assume you're going to go into the casino and spend all of your money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. As one that's, but, uh, sorry, And that's just 25 sick, cent mimosas. 25 oh, cent mimosas? That yeah. takes me back to like the penny pitcher days. Oh, wow. At the local bars. Oh, yeah. Penny pitchers are a great Where and a, piece a terrible of All idea. of us were lost. That's right. That's right. R.I.P. Chasers. The dirt, floors, the dirt floors for no reason. <laughs> Just like get a regular floor, you guys. <laughs> Wait. The, the dirt floors or the dancing cages? I danced in this cage to pour some guys, sugar on me and I thought I it was did, hot shit. I did the worm on one of those <laughs> floors. No. No. And she still has to apply a cream there. <laughs> no, you know what? I, I'm immune to COVID even before the vaccine. <laughs> I heard you're patient zero. <laughs> My kids don't get sick. You know, I have, I am like, I am legend because I get the worm at the cellar, at the slut dungeon. Now we are, now we are 100% getting dogs. <laughs> Well, I mean, none of you guys. But but also I mean, for anyone that doesn't get those hometown references, just hearing I did the worm at the slut dungeon oh sounds pretty bad. And I think I think people they like cheered me on for a second and they were like, uh, like, <laughs> like oh, oh shit, honey. that's oh, sweet. Oh, that's a mess. Honey, oh, get her out of here, girl. baby girl. Let me help you. Where are her friends? <laughs> Also, for anybody who doesn't get those references, your town's got a slut dungeon. You just haven't been there. Yeah, yeah. That's true. That's true. That's true. And they okay. don't sell wristbands. So I parked at Sixth Street Bridge, um, yeah. or Sixth Street across the bridge, which, like, if you know, you know. Um, and it's about a twenty-minute walk, I would say, over to what used to be Heinz Field. Um, so we got there. Uh, I picked my sister up because she lives in Pittsburgh, and our friends. We got there probably around noon. Um, and there was no one over there, so we had a very delightful evening. But yeah. here's the best part of all of this. Everybody had the same idea to go early. So you have all these people dressed in full sequins outfits. That's awesome. 
or Taylor Swift references. My sister wore the Evermore, the exact Evermore outfit that she wears in the concert with the yellow dress and the cape. My sister wore that exact outfit. Um, so they matched? Yeah, she Did matched Taylor, Taylor Swift. Did like, call her out? No, she didn't see us. Our, nose were, our noses were bleeding. Well, that's all right. <laughs> so you're saying, dry so you're saying you didn't get the light up lanyard? Uh, no, we were in line. Well, because you guys know the episode where I talked about uh, how we were in line for so long. Yeah. Like yeah, hours yeah. and hours and hours. And by the time we got there, all that were left were like $250 nosebleed seats, which mm. we still got because like that's anything sick, for Taylor. Though. $250. Right. For and I've seen yeah. Taylor on the floor for her Speak Now concert, which was her third album, her third studio, or her third album. I was on the floor and that's because she wasn't that popular then. And then as time has progressed, I've just moved. You're like, I've been here since the beginning. Is there a, is there a loyalty discount? Yeah. Exactly. I've been here pay since the, the beginning. Pay the same price for every concert. And but that's, I, you ain't from Ryan. the front row to the back row. I was at floor three, floor three for Speak Now, and then I've just been trucking back. <laughs> um, so we got there super early, but it was really cool because like all the bars, like, were Taylor Swift themed because they That's knew the era cool. they had Taylor Swift specials like the yard had a list of Taylor Swift drinks they put like her pictures in like the um like in the straws and like they had like a, oh. the Taylor Swift grow like That's, special I was trying to figure That's out really what the fun. Taylor Swift drink was there was like several there was like the lover drink like bread okay. like they if, if so, Taylor had a sandwich what would it be it was um called Roast it was a grilled cheese <laughs> and it was I'm gonna say the same thing <laughs> I'm sorry go ahead Sorry. That made me sad. <laughs> I forget She's what it's so called, but I, I have a very... Di- I'm so sweet. I mean... No, no, Taylor is. Oh, oh, no, I no, thought you said... Not no, you. no, fuck no, no, not me. I think she's a Reuben. <laughs> she was a grilled cheese, a but I forget Bijan. what it was called. I think she's a turkey club. She got, well, I, if you're a sandwich, we don't have time for that. Uh, <laughs> next episode, tune in to see what sandwich we Hot would be. Hot <laughs> take. Hot take alert. Every bo- every good boy does sandwiches. Yeah, uh, but it was cute. So that was a fun experience, and like all the waiters and stuff were like, "Have fun!" And they all the bars are playing Taylor Swift music. So it was like just the vibes were immaculate. Is yeah. what I have to say. That's you were, you were with your tribe. Yeah, That's the best and we decided to take the subway. All over- of these terms make me sad. Yeah, <laughs> we decided to take the subway over to Heinzfield because we're like, you know, it's still so early. We're not. We don't walk. Because I was in go-go boots and I had blisters. For I was days. just about to say, is because what you guys were you, wearing? Yeah. Here? You showed oh, up for I was the in look, full, not for yeah. I was in a full glitter jacket and yeah. go-go boots. No one's, I had, no one's walking. I was giving off. 1989, and I'll yeah, tell you that right now. Awful white boots. Don't say that, B. <laughs> B. Don't get off the couch to say that to me. <laughs> that's, the, that's your contribution. Is this talking about my go-go boots? They were hideous. Don't, six, they weren't. Six I fucking words and two of them were bad boots. <laughs> whatever, <laughs> B, whatever B is saying, that's not it. Okay. Oh, can that be her thing? She just pops up and says it like. says mean yeah. shit. Like, like Kevin it. from The Office where he's like, why say lot word when few words do trick? Just bad boots. <laughs> bad. Boots bad. Taylor Swift good. Boots bad. <laughs> Music, music, fine. Taylor, good. I love how every time you go into an accent, it always turns into an old timey prospector. Hey, these boots are cute. See? No, it's it's Uh, always it's a it's a flapper. It's a flapper. Uh, Flapper. Yeah. Because what what you what the listeners cannot see it's the shoulders and the fake cigarette. 
<laughs> I am smoking. Yeah. Hey, and for, for reference, they know. for reference, they know. for reference, that cigarette's on a long cig- cigarette holder, yeah. a long holder. Corella Deville. Style. Yeah, she's she's got she's got bangs. And I'm exhaling French style. <laughs> yeah. And all of her clothes have tassels. <laughs> and for some reason, she still can't. <laughs> and for some reason, she still can't vote. <laughs> oh no. No. <laughs> oh my god. I mean, we're going in that direction, but not to make it political. <laughs> All right, we got to get back to the concert. <laughs> we take the subway over to Heinz I mean, and obviously, the subway to the North Shore will actually drop you off right next to Heinz Field if you take it in. So it's like a two second walk to the gate that we are going to. I don't think we're going to get yeah, well, I think this is important because as we get off the subway, if you look to your left, and it is 5 o'clock, so um, we didn't end up going into like, 6 because we were just kind of, like, chilling out and, like, looking around and vibing. Yeah. But if you look to your left, it's all these people in these decked out fucking outfits, like, in line for something, happy as a clam. Like, I cannot say that there is one disrespect disrespectful person that we ran into like everybody awesome. was so happy like the community yeah. i don't know if you had the similar experience but like that's probably refreshing the community was so yeah. excited and i think there's there's a funny tiktok that i saw that was like um women are afraid of crowds and then it like showed a bunch of women and it was like but there are no men in these crowds <laughs> so like <laughs> Damn, everyone right. was like it was just dads and fucking women and and, yeah. and gays go gays yes pride yes i'll two gays myself but um so I think that that's also not saying anything, but like everyone was just like fucking. No, it's true. We're you here. We're fucking here. That's amazing. We're here to have a good ass time. Go ahead, we B. almost got stuck in the merchandise line. You did thinking that it was the entrance line. No, you didn't. Oh no. Yeah. Oh wow. Thank that's God. A, that would have been disappointing. Spoke up and said, that says a hey, lot about the, the merchandise merch line. line. Yeah. It was. Um, I mean, the merchandise line was so long. It was piled back. There were porta potties in front of these lines, mm-hmm. and thankfully, someone was like. Hey yo, this is the merch line. Mm. So the merch actually the opened up on um, Thursday. The first merch tent opened up, and that line people stood in that for like six hours on Thursday because there's limited edition like Pittsburgh things. Just like Blank had limited yeah, edition yeah. Pittsburgh things. Um, there's also Taylor. So the people stood in that line. My sister was actually like, because she's a stay at home mom queen. Um, <laughs> yeah, she's like, I, I was thinking about just going and standing in the merch line, just like cause I don't really have anything to do. And she's like, I'm glad I didn't because that would have been my entire day. So. Friday, I guess it was the same thing. Like, uh, the merch lines were out of control. So then we were there on Saturday. And when we walk in, now our seats are in the 500s. So if you know anything about Heinz Field, you have to go up, like, six circles. And you're going to be around. You're like, oh. <laughs> it's not Heinz Field anymore, but it will always be what to me. It? So it's like. Yeah. It's like Americure or something Acre-sure. like that. Acrisure. 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 It's Heinz Field. Yeah, yeah we're just going to stick with Heinz. It's yeah. Heinz Field. Yeah. I don't give a shit. Yeah. Acrisure sure. is stupid. You just have to say it really sarcastically. Like, actually, sure. Acrisure. Sure. Right. It's actually Heinz Stadium. Right. So you go up like three little circle things. The merch line was at the bottom of that. And as you kept climbing, people were just wrapped around and wrapped around. And so were the bathroom lines. Mm-hmm. Mm. Bathroom lines were also very similar. Which just wear an adult diaper. They were turning <laughs> men's restrooms into women's restrooms. Mm-hmm. The downside of being it. at a, a concert with mostly women. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't I give a shit. I'd just walk into men's restrooms. I don't think anybody gave a shit. With, yeah. with my taser that I carry. <laughs> with my If you want to try something, I'm going to pee yeah. in here. 
try to try to do something. You need the taser. Just say that. I also don't think that any bathroom I've been in, if you walk in there, I don't care. I'm just in there to pee. Yes. Right. Yeah. Because <laughs> you're a normal human. Dude. Yeah. Well, the food lines were outrageous, and B was there Friday night, so she has probably a similar but also different experience. So the lines were so we were 500, right? So we had to go up. The merch line was wrapped around. So every time we're like, "Oh, is it going to end? Is it going to end?" And it it went all the way up to like probably like the fourth level because there was another merch line on five for like a different merch tent that was also wrapped almost all the way around the top floor of Heinzfield. Are there more tours? Oh, yeah. Yeah, so I suggest going to the bathroom outside of the stadium for future goers. Well, I waited till... Well, if you leave the stadium, are you able to get re-entry? No, no, don't go before before you even go in. Oh, okay, okay. Attend the concert severely dehydrated and then drink a lot of alcohol and then you won't need to pee while you're in there. Well, I drove, so... And then place a Foley catheter. But I did not drink. I was going to say a catheter is your way to go. I didn't drink any, like, water or Sprite or anything and it was super hot, so when I got there, like, I did end up getting a Gatorade before the concert started, and I chugged that, but I did not pee the entire concert. Just also, wear waterproof pants and just pee your pants. Yeah. So I'm a I'm a chronic concert drinker who gets like damn near lost trying to find where they came from, <laughs> like from going to going to the bathroom too many times. Like if the sun goes down on an out, outdoor venue, I'm fucked. Like I can't. <laughs> like I'm I'm asking I'm calling people. I'm like raise your hands, please. Like I gotta get back. And then, and then the, the people performing are like everybody raise your hands. <laughs> That's kind of like the, like the, what is that line dance? Oh, cha-cha slide. Everybody. Okay, are you at the cha-cha slide? (laughs) Yeah, so we got to our seats, which were, like, once we got past the merch lines, there was, like, no one doing anything. And it was, it was easy to get to the bathroom um, right before the concert because I think our last opener was um, Girl in Red, which she was kind of fun. She's kind of fun. I've never, I've heard some of her music on TikTok. Um. But she was like, this is my last one. And I was like, okay, it's like happening. So I like ran to the bathroom and I ran back up. So I was like, I'm not going to miss a minute of this. I didn't even really have to pee. But you know when you like go because you're like, I'm going to get anything out of there. Yeah. The yeah. last yeah. drop. <laughs> anything like- that's in there is getting out of there because I'm not missing a minute of this. Yeah. I didn't even make it. I I didn't make it in for the pre-show. <gasps> what time did you mm. get in there? I, I don't know. Was she already on? <laughs> no. She was getting ready to come out. Oh, so you just so we missed before the, the two people before. Well, she comes on right at eight, eight o'clock sharp. Like yeah. she doesn't, she doesn't fucking play. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Now that nice. is Swifty points. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I award her one point. I cannot stand that like artificial lateness yeah. of like, yeah. Oh, show starts at eight. It's eight forty-five. Yeah. And it's just like it's just supposed to be rock and roll, but it's like, yeah. why are you late? Well, why the for, fuck are you late? For that exact reason too, I went to the um, Dave Chappelle stand-up up at um, PPG, and it said show started at seven thirty. It was damn near eight o'clock, I think. No one had gotten on stage yet, so I, like, I, have, I went at seven twenty-five. I'm gonna go piss, and you know, so I went, yeah. came back, thinking seven thirty. For the openers, I was yeah. like, I can get to the, through two openers and the, yeah. you know, but the openers didn't start until like eight. Uh, so okay. by the time he was on there, eight probably had like what, like two openers, two openers, two, and they were yeah. they were probably half an hour a piece, and then yeah, of course he was a full standard, hour. Yeah. But either way, like when, when he was done, I'm like my eyeballs are floating. 
Like, <laughs> it's, it's happening right now. It's frustrating because you know they have the resources to be punctual, right? right. Yeah, yeah. I feel like when you go to things like that and it's that delayed, like my childhood dance recitals were more punctual than that. Like, I mean, it literally started on time. Like, right, we right. ran a tight ship, and it's like you can't tell me that well, people can't be on time. Like, I'm the, just, I spent a lot of money mm-hmm. to come here, sir. Like, can you at least be punctual at that stand-up? So I'm I looking like an old lady. So it's like five minutes before you know. It's 725 and i'm looking around and a quarter of the seats are taken right now i'm like man these guys better hurry up because he's about to fucking start right now yeah little did i know to to pull the the veil back on on situations like that though is it's really hard to pinpoint whether it's like the actual artists themselves that's causing the delay or not um a a lot of times for like big venue concerts so not not so much like the like comedy shows and stuff but like big venue concerts sometimes like artists are told like hey, we're delaying your open by 30 minutes because the line at the gates are way too long. We need to get more, like, we need an extra half hour to get so it's like, is like a little stuff. announcement. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. communication. I know that sounds, I sound yeah. so old now, but, I mean, it truly does. It goes a long way. Like, if you're somebody who's sitting in your seat and you're like, it's ready, it's time. Like, you were talking about earlier, people who, like, come to one place and you can resonate so much with this person. It's, like, what your whole life is like, come to. And then all of a sudden, you're, like, waiting four hours mm-hmm. for this person yeah. to come on. Yeah. All it takes, it takes you out of it. like, hey, there's lots of people still trying to get in. Like, there's, you know, we're trying to get as many people in the venue before we start. That's all it takes. And, and then oh. the, the shitty corporate side of it, too, is they have the exact time frame worked out in their head of, all right, if they come in, they're going to have two drinks within this time limit. And then they'll need their a third drink. So we're going to ex- like stop. Yeah. Like we're going to uh, wait on the show starting until they get more drinks in them have more chance to buy food and everything because they make percentages oh, off see, of I thought it was I thought it was planning earlier. I yeah. thought it was planning for that one friend that you tell like hey the party starts at 6:30 because you mm-hmm. wanted to start at 8:30 I, I can't think of who that would be uh, I, I Caleb have, I did I that to Caleb no one idea idea who that <laughs> Greg I don't know <laughs> I was going to I was going to say we we start recording every time at the exact time we start. oh yeah yeah 100 yeah yeah we're we're always say like we're gonna start exactly at this hour and we do it's not every time that we start two hours late. <laughs> no, caleb has been in two of my best friend's wedding videos because he's walking in right behind the bride okay i'm not gonna lie okay i'm not kidding two of them so one of them i said the wedding started 30 minutes before that and he was by himself in the pews and i was like i don't give a shit at least you're here and not in their wedding video walking in behind them i think that was part of the one wedding actually (laughs) (laughs) he was parking the car like but we're walking in right now yes it's terrible and they're i've i've seen the wedding videos they're in the back be punctual it's disrespectful (laughs) that's right okay so here's the thing i will say i'll clarify taylor swift has started at eight for her entire she like that's how she is because she plays for three and a half hours that's right she dances sings performs for three and a fucking half hours she's fucking incredible great for her so here's the thing about um and all my safeties out there know this happens the clock is the indicator that something's about to happen she puts a big clock on the screen and it's a two minute countdown Hmm. and the tension in the air is out of fucking control and she comes in on a little cart they bring her in on this in this little cart and if you know you know and she's in a brown wig 
to take her behind the, the stage. So people don't know it's her, but most people, if you're a Swifty, you know it's her. So people go crazy. Also, who else is going to be lifted in like an Egyptian pharaoh? Right, right. She comes in on this little tiny cart. She's in I'm this little cart. I'm Paul Blart. <laughs> We got to see her mom on Friday. You did? You saw her mom? Oh. Did you get to see her mom? No, I was I was up in the nose place. Yeah. Well, if y'all know, she's from Scranton. Mm-hmm. I love Scranton. Shout out the office. Yeah. She she did talk about pencil. Well, she played seven as her surprise song, which we'll talk about because which everybody knew she was gonna play seven because it says with Pennsylvania underneath. And I was right. like, she didn't play it in Philly. We'll get there. Oh. So we were like, no, because she played Gold Rush, which she mm, talks about yeah. having an Eagle it's, shirt on. It's yeah, because yeah. people like Caleb Pittsburgh. Loves that. People like Pittsburgh more than Philly. Anyway. Well, she like like when like she's a more of a Philly fan than a Pittsburgh. Well, she fan. claims Philly as her hometown yeah. concert venue. Yeah. Um, so, but I don't she. Know. Do you feel that way after Friday and Saturday? She does claim Philly. Like she, that's Pittsburgh. what she calls. She claims Philly as her hometown. Well, she seems very impressed. With she loves Pittsburgh. She played like a um when she, before she even had her debut album, she played the national anthem for a Steelers game. So she loves Pennsylvania, yeah. but she does claim Philly. So the cock comes on, everyone goes crazy. And if, again, <laughs> if you're in that phantom, she has this intro that she names all the albums. It's like Big Reputation, 1989, like blah, blah, blah. She says all of it. So everybody's like kind of singing that because it's like on in the background. And then she comes in with Miss Americana and the Heartbreak Kid. That's the first song that she plays like right off the rip. And she's underneath. <laughs> They have these scallops. That's how I would describe them. These big fucking scallops. They're like those big shells. And they, these dancers are walking in with these big shells. And they go to the middle of the stage. And this stage is huge. It's like Fabric a fo- shells, football length say. all the way across. And they walk into the middle. And she comes up on a platform. And all of a sudden they open. And she's like, I can't describe those first couple moments. Because, like, everybody, I have never – it was chaotic. It was so loud. And, like, everyone was so happy. It was a, just a, an experience, a mutual experience that. It was a good opening. Yeah. Her coming out of these big fabric shells. I, I can't even, des- I can't describe it. It's and, just- and you didn't see her coming out. She was underneath <laughs> of these things. And this she, she starts. Hmm. Yes. Mermaid. Mm-hmm. She starts with her lover. <laughs> yeah. She starts with her lover set. Um, which everybody I feel like knows the song Cruel Summer right now. And the interesting thing about Cruel Summer is the Lover album was the last album that she released before the pandemic. And she was going to tour the Lover album, but she didn't get to because the pandemic happened. Mm-hmm. So okay. she never got to tour this album. And the song Cruel Summer, this is crazy, but it is now charting and she's releasing it as a single and making a music video for it because people have just streamed it so much that it's like, I think um, in the top – 10 on spotify or at least it was and now it's like yeah. charting so she plays cool cruel summer and this bridge to the song i'm drunk in the back of the car and i'm crying like a baby coming home from the bar everybody screams this part there's like a, a swifty thing because it's like the first bridge of the whole the whole concert yeah is this is this piece and like um so the lover set is amazing she played the man um she played the archer and she played lover which the archer, chef's kiss. Um, were there other things that I would have loved to hear from the Lover album? 100%. But there wasn't enough time. And I get it, Taylor. But Death by a Thousand Cuts, I would have taken 100%. I would what have bawled of, my eyes what out. What kind of split would you say that she played as far as like her albums go? Well, I'm going to get there because she doesn't play anything from debut. 
which is Tim McGraw picture to burn. Right, right. She turned off her mind. She still she had did not the play country genre. For our concert, she didn't play any. For her surprise songs, she's played a couple. Oh, okay. Um, because she plays two songs that are unique to every city. Oh, okay. Every okay. concert. B got two different songs than we got. So that's like every concert she plays two surprise songs from her albums like deep cuts and like that's a whole thing that everybody anticipates is like in the middle of the set when she's going to play those and what she's going to play um so it was fishy at the beginning because she plays one song from speak now which is enchanted which is a fucking banger but everyone's like this is so weird and taylor swift does this thing where she leaves easter eggs everywhere um to help you like figure out things so everybody knew she was going to drop speak now taylor's version and she ended up announcing it and she's dropping it july 7th Mm -hmm. so that's why she plays one and i'm assuming she's only playing well she ended up playing the story of us which is like one of the best songs from speak now at our concert is one of her surprise songs so we'll get there in a second um so she plays lover it's 10 out of 10 it's literally iconic um and she does i would say would you say like a crazy amount of outfit changes and she changes per era too. So the whole theme of this is like she goes through her albums and the different eras that she has. So she starts with the lover era. And as we know, she just had this huge breakup with the guy that inspired this entire album. So this album is like also very personal to her. Um, and it's all love. The lover album is all love songs. It's about Mm, heartbreak and it's also about being in love. Uh, so there's been like rumors that she like, I don't even know. I can't even describe it, but it was fucking phenomenal. What's the witchy era? Oh, we're going to get there. That's Evermore. That's my favorite. Evermore. Um, Evermore was icon- – so my sister's favorite album is Evermore. She's an Evermore girly. She also got a bunch of candy because there's a thing like, you know how ravers do candy? Swifties do candy, which are bracelets. They exchange bracelets. They share bracelets. You give bracelets to people. I, I saw something about someone with. that went in with 40 bracelets and came out, which had trading yes. all of them away. And yes. I was like, is, is, that like, is that like an actual thing that no, goes I've on there? I've seen that. I didn't, I didn't yeah. understand it. I like that there's actually a reason. Um, yeah. Also, what's the reason for the 13 on the hand? Uh, Taylor Swift's favorite number is 13. She's born on the 13th. Um, so you write Shout 13. Out. 13's like her number. So you write 13 on your hand. I did I my saw, I saw a lot of that, but I didn't mm-hmm. know what the significance and was. And she plays with 13 a lot. So she'll yeah. do things on the 13th day, 13th month. Mm-hmm. Pittsburgh was actually the 13th stop on her tour. So everybody's expecting big things to happen. Right. Um, so she starts with Lover, and then she goes directly into Fearless, which is your classic. If mm-hmm. Here's the thing. You know somebody... Everybody knows songs from Fearless. You have Love Story. Right. It's a love story, baby. And then Fearless itself. Fearless. I don't know how it gets better than this. You take my <laughs> hand and drive me head first. Fearless. I don't know. I don't know. And then you have You Belong With Me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Short shorts, yeah. t shirts. Yeah. Captain, I'm yeah. like those that's the fearless album yeah. like early taylor swift the long curls the gold dresses that's mm. the taylor that i always kind of like enjoy mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh iconic she played obviously those three that i just named um which were phenomenal and you belong with me when she started playing that you could feel Heinzfield shaking underneath you it oh, was wow. actually shaking um, it was kind of scary for it a second, scary. but I got, when I read online after, I guess the engineers make it that way. So it does yeah. absorb shock. T- taller it's buildings to need to wave so that they don't break. Like 
like most skyscrapers like they will actually wave in the wind because if they didn't have that give they would actually just crumble snap and, and fall to well, the that's street what this I, felt like. I think there's also yeah. I think there's also something to crowd experience in that like it, yeah. it's engineered to give yeah. some sort of acoustical waiver because mm-hmm. you're supposed to also it's supposed to make the stadium louder right than it, yeah than it would be otherwise yeah. yeah yeah so after fearless which fearless is like this really like fun album she goes into evermore which is not her most recent but her second most recent recent album and that's um a very big switch for taylor swift so a lot of people don't know folklore and evermore which are two of her albums that are more of a folky storytelling vibe um they're two of my favorite albums all time um so folklore and evermore they're actually like a lot of people associate them together both of them came out during the pandemic she released two albums during the pandemic and they are for anybody that experienced like depression during the pandemic, like these albums hit right. immediately. Um, first, like was folklore. It was released first, but we'll talk about Evermore first because that was the second one that came out, and this was the next on the set. So the era so far, she plays Lover, she plays Fearless, and now she's on folklore or she's on Evermore. Evermore has I don't think anybody in this room, maybe just B, knows the songs from this. It's like. Marjorie, Tis the Damn Season, Willow, Champagne Problems. Um, she wears this cloak. It's very, like, mm. ethereal vibes. Like, it's, mm. like, okay. Stevie, Nicks. Um, Stevie Nicks vibes. That's how okay. I would describe it. Um, Marjorie is the song that she wrote for her dead grandmother. Marjorie? It's called Marjorie. Marjorie's her grandmother's name, who passed away. Okay. And she plays bits in the song of her grandmother singing. Because she wants her grandmother uh, to be heard by yeah. thousands, that, thousands awesome. of people. I haven't heard of this song. Have Marjorie? I heard of this? I don't heard, think I've heard I of this song. I feel like I might if, have if seen it on it. a video, but I, I didn't. Like, she posted um, it on her Instagram. What died didn't stay dead. What died didn't stay dead. You're alive. You're alive in my okay. head. I think I've yeah. heard that. I tried it's, to go to I the bathroom I think I saw it on her time. Instagram or something. Because it's she had like a really nice home video or something with it. Is that right? So they take her grandma singing and she's actually in the song. And it's like. I'm obsessed. That with song that. makes me cry. I was bawling my eyes out during that because I lost my grandmother. Some I would say semi recently. So like right. that th- that song really pains me. And like yeah. everything that she says is like beautiful. And then she goes from Marjorie right into champagne problems because she hates us. She hates us. <laughs> she hates us as fans. She loves you. She wants you to feel something. But champagne problems is this gorgeous song about. She I made just champagne problem T-shirts. For the yes, concert. she made problems. She wants this relationship so bad, and this guy problem. is in love with her, and she's just like, "This isn't working for me." So it's almost the opposite side of like heartbreak. And she's like, "He was doing all these things. His heart was glass. I dropped it. I walked away from this relationship. There was nothing wrong with him. Like I'm fucked in the head. Like I can't maintain a healthy relationship, which is like a really pa- it's the Evermore set is so powerful because again, pandemic. The right. emotions were on full blast. Oh, yeah. So anybody that resonates with the Evermore album has mental health issues, myself included. <laughs> but my sister was literally dressed as Taylor in the Evermore set. And I'll show you guys a video after. But I was going back and forth like, who's who? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who's who? Wait, her. how are you here and on stage? Yeah, but it was hilarious because when the people around us realized that she was dressed identical to Taylor during this, they were like, holy fucking shit and people are getting pictures with my sister like and Ta- because she was dressed she was in taylor swift cosplay yeah i'll, I'll call spade a cosplay, cosplay. <laughs> she was in taylor swift cosplay um but the evermore set fucked me up 
but I'll get to folklore because that fucked me up even more. But we're not there yet. Um, so then it went. I want to say red was next. I gotta check real quick. I I envy all of your memory. Yeah, it's I'm sorry. Reputation. I feel like I don't even know what songs come from what albums. So like, you are just amazing. To but me. again, I have this. Like, <laughs> I've been cataloging this. My I would say like. Since 2009, mm-hmm. like, it's been a long fucking road that I've just been listening to this music. So, like, I know where it fits at because of what area of my life I was in, if right. that makes right. sense. Right. Um, so, she actually goes into Reputation after Evermore, which I should have remembered because this big fucking snake pops that up. That must be why there's such a connection because I am not a Swifty and I, you know, my first concert with her was at Jamboree in the Hills. Jamboree. When she was just becoming mm-hmm. and breaking loose from, you know from the start so like i guess it is hard to follow her if you're not following her from the beginning because yeah. she has so much music and she's also yeah. been releasing taylor's version of her first six albums um which she adds music from the vault that didn't make the actual album so you have her original albums and then you have taylor's version which is even more to those original albums that's wild and they're all fucking fantastic. Cause, yeah, because a couple of those songs, because even like what, like All Too Well gets stretched out. All by, Too Well like, became 10 minutes. It's, it's originally a, honestly, a little like, over six. As a person who's not a big Taylor Swift person, the like the Taylor's version is mm-hmm. like way better than the original version because it just plays on those themes for longer, mm-hmm. which is fun. Right. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, she goes into Reputation. Everybody knows the Reputation era it's like right after the whole kanye kim scam she comes back she's like i'm this bitch now the reputation album actually flopped <laughs> low-key in taylor swift's sense like it did really right, well but right. she wasn't nominated what i was gonna say like is it because of everything else was so right. good well, that yeah. like, quote unquote but like, she she wasn't nominated for a were, single grammy yeah. from this album because and that was a huge that was a huge failure for like taylor but i think for some people reputation is her best album i personally Fuck with reputation hard. I was gonna say, I feel like I hear what's a like, lot of people saying uh, like they identify with reputation. Like, look really what really you made hard. me do. Look what you made me do. and like this is why we can't have nice things. Oh, darling, and are you ready for it? Mm-hmm. Oh, baby, now we got bad blood. Wait, I would actually, I, I'd, I would argue, <laughs> yeah, I'd argue this is like the only songs that I like. Actually, <laughs> big <laughs> reputation. Yeah, big reputation. Wait, Bad Blood's from 1989. I, I apologize. You're that. a big reputation I, boy. Oh, no, I was just going to say, like, I, I'm familiar with Taylor Swift songs. It sounds like the most of the ones that I would, like, tolerate are from that album. Oh, you guys know, uh, Wild. Is it cool that, that says about me that. that she wasn't on the That says anything. you're a Swift. Oh. It's delicate. <laughs> isn't it? Isn't it? You're That's reputation. And I actually like that because of the I, use I of uh, the, the vocoder on that. Not <laughs> vocoder, but, like, the, the um, it's, it's a special type of, uh, Auto tune, mm-hmm. but it's controlled by a keyboard yeah. and stuff. Well, and yeah. so she gets these weird bass tones that you would usually wouldn't get. Yeah. Well, reputation is when she starts working with Jack Antonoff from the well from Bleachers, but he was from Fun, so mm-hmm. he's which, big on synth, which, and he's yeah. also. That's me, chef's kissing the which microphone. I will, which I will he's agree. fucking fantastic. Which I will agree one hundred percent. Everything he's put out is great. Yeah. He's amazing. Yeah. He's a producer, and he's. He, like, knows what the fuck he's doing. So, um, but anyways, Reputation is a lot of people's favorite album. Even though it didn't do, like, music industry-wise as successful as her other albums, like, any of her other albums, if you're a Reputation stan, you're a Reputation stan. And most people, I would say, were either full glitter or full Reputation outfits. Like, snakes, 
black. I think I'm a reputations boy. Yeah. Huh? I, I think I'm a reputations boy. You might be a little reputations boy. I'm a reputations It, it, it kind of reminds me of like in, in like movie industry when a, a good movie comes out and it, it doesn't do critically well, but it's very well audience received type yeah, of thing. Like yeah, like Rotten Tomatoes. Mm-hmm. What even is yeah. Rotten Tomatoes? Yeah. They don't matter. And reputations don't count. literally <laughs> iconic. And she, she, ha- she does all these things where she's like overcoming past versions of herself and like what society wanted her to be. Mm-hmm. And like if you watch Taylor Swift's documentary, Miss Marijuana on Netflix – she talks a lot about that um because it's in between her putting out reputation and creating her lover album so that was like she really struggled with a lot of like inner criticisms and like finding herself so anyways from your reputation it goes to speak now which she plays one song from speak now which is enchanted which like if you watch tiktok it's like please don't be in love with someone yeah i know that song i remember when enchanted came out and i just remember her in like the forest and how enchanting she looked yeah (laughs) well here's is that how she got her yeah it's very like greenery like fairies i feel like that's what it was on stage was it yeah okay cool she had a log cabin no that was her folklore that's the folklore cabin see now i'm getting confused that's a folklore cabin enchanted was just the purple and she had the ball gown on it's I was oh. enchanted to I'm not a Swifty, but I've been forced to know she did all have these a ball, songs. She did have a ball gown on. Yeah, I'll, it's imprinted in my brain. But she, so that song is fucking iconic. But everybody was like, Justice for Speak Now when her set list first came out. But it made sense because she's re releasing Taylor's version of the album. And that's going to fucking blow up, I guarantee. Oh, I that mean, will, everything There will be things up. that chart because she's also releasing From the Vault, which everyone in the Swifty. Like, universe from the vault are songs that she's never released before. So, they're going to bang. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so she plays Enchanted Speak Now, and then she goes into Red, which I'm a Red girly. Red is, like, my – this is controversial. But Could it's probably – songs from Red? Um, I Knew You Were Trouble When You Walked In, 22, We're Never Getting Back Together, okay. All Too Well. Okay. Like, Red, loving you was red. That's mm-hmm. – yeah, we know that song. Um – Red is probably my favorite Taylor Swift album, but it depends on the day and my mental health. What yeah. album is my favorite? What I'm listening to currently? I've been in Evermore since I left the concert, so that should give you some some tea on that. Mm-hmm. Um, Red was iconic. She does play the 10 minute version of All Too Well and screaming "fuck the patriarchy" as well Love as like that. I'm just, that's that. part of her lyrics. I think that maybe that's why I like Taylor so much more now is mm-hmm. like she's become very vocal about like like mm. progress. I'll say mm-hmm. progressive. Mm-hmm. I won't say tied to anything, but I admire that about her. Maybe we got lost in translation. Maybe we asked her too much. So she goes from red. Um, and then I want to say she does folklore. I got to double check. Yeah, she does folklore. Here's here's something that was emotionally devastating and awakening for me. Um. Again, if you know, you know, she plays a song called August, and then she goes into Illicit Affairs, straight into a song called My Tears Ricochet, and I was activated in that moment. After she leaves um, Red, she goes into Folklore, which is her other album released during COVID. Again, a totally different vibe, like very chill, very relaxed, but also very emotional. She plays three songs, three songs about having an affair. Which is Betty, which is about a 17-year-old boy that she's on his girlfriend. 
and he's he's like i don't know anything but i know i miss you wasn't and, that a sneak song though like that wasn't supposed to be on no at everybody's on. it was at everybody's concert i don't know if it's at everybody's but she's played it a lot yeah but betty's shocking betty's the best that song's called betty but he's Black literally but i am that's she, all i can think she's <laughs> a teenage boy named james singing to betty um trying to get him get her back and it's hilarious it's like it's iconic and then she plays august which like august is also about she's like for me you are enough you're never mine to lose but she's like in love with him and then she plays illicit affairs which just like the bridge from illicit affairs which is like don't call me kid don't call me baby like you show me colors i can't see with anybody else devastating and then she goes into a song called my tears ricochet which is like dark as fuck and it's like, if you're de- if I'm dead to you, why are you at the wake? Like, is a line from that song. So, she, and think about she like, punched, she like, hits the ground. Me and my sister grabbed hands. Like, I was, I was like, activated. Like, it changed my life. I can't stop thinking about it. I'll think about it every day till I die, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I was exaggerating. Like, I, that's no, how I was impacted. I'm not laughing at you. I, w- I just think that my brain doesn't work <laughs> in the way to connect these things like i am not a conspiracy theorist Mm -hmm. i'm none of that so to even pick up from song to song on like a theme is is like a challenge for me because i just enjoy a song and then i like move on i don't know if that's superficial of me Mm -hmm. or not but like maybe that's why i haven't resonated with her but that's amazing i wish that i could like be that i mean i'm emotionally impacted i'm not gonna lie there's a part in toto africa (laughs) that i cry every single time okay in fucking africa by toto i would like to unpack that (laughs) (laughs) it's about the olympus like um oh no what's the uh, you know what i'm talking about it's in the second verse uh, I don't even know. Either way, it makes me like tear up uh, up until just recently, and I think it's because I'm very heavily medicated. <laughs> I love that, and I'm just healthy, 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 healthy. No, but I'm just saying, I'm just like that's awesome that you can like. I don't yeah. know. Well, pick up on stuff like that, that. Maybe that's why. Wait, are you? So amazing. Are you crying as sure as Kilimanjaro rises like a Olympus above yes! this? Area? Yes. <laughs> I think. <it's- laughs> are you? Are you crying because of relative elevations? No, Why? I'm crying because I think of, I think of like little. <laughs> it's it's not actively rising; it just is taller. No, I think that I I don't know if it comes from like a music. <laughs> It must be the bass in that For whatever reason, no, I literally picture, like, lions and, like, animals and, like, the sun rising over them. I think it's too much Discovery Channel. Don't don't let us dissuade you on this. If it means something to you, don't let us make fun (laughs) of you for this. But don't, but don't cry in front of other people because <laughs> they're yeah. equally gonna make fun i have to no i have to shit on myself because i literally was like i don't understand the emotional connection to taylor swift and then i cry but this Jonah. one does make sense i am a, an anomaly okay i'm just saying <laughs> and i admire your emotional stamina i, I will say that. That. Thank you. there is a beat to you, music that will cause you yeah, to have but, but this is I this agree. is but this is Dun, 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 dun. And that must be the beat. 
God damn it, Daniel, stop it. That must be your beat. I danced with my daughters to this song tonight while I made dinner. I'm not going to lie. I love it. Well, I mean, there were many songs. No, but I'm just saying it just, it's it's, it's emotional. It's just, I don't know, you yeah. feel the beat. It's the vibe. But what's it's awesome, like though, like. It's an off-topic thing, but I love either it. way, I just. You, you go, you go to concerts and you, it's almost like the guy, you know, they're just singing for money. Like they, that's what they do. It sounds like Taylor Swift is, she's also in it just as much as you guys. Right. Yeah. Oh, heck yeah. yeah. I mean, yes, I, I agree with that. I feel like she, that's like her biggest thing is to like resonate with her fans. She emotionally connects yeah. to the people she's singing to. And yeah. I think yeah. that that's a big piece. These are, these are all songs written by her the whole time. Yeah. Right? Yeah. 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 Yeah, so I'll try. I'll try to be brief about the rest of this. But she wraps up folklore. Um, she goes into 1989, which is like everybody knows 1989. Blank space. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Style. Um, that's bad blood. That lavender haze. No, that's midnight. I love that one. Yeah. (laughs) Um, but I think 1989 for like people that have become a Swifty in the past, I would say five, seven years. No, 1989. These new poser Swifties. Well, because, yeah, because that's when she had, like, the Taylor's gang, when she would bring celebrities on, and, like, she was really popular, and she was dating, all, like, um, Harry Styles at one point, and Calvin Harris at one point, and Tom Hiddleston at one point. Like, she was dating all these really famous men. The ones that don't realize that she was actually country at one point. <laughs> right, 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 right. Um, or that she has, like, actual, like, other albums and good songs on those albums. Um, so yeah, so she, cause she does 19, which is like delightful, obviously. Uh, she does her surprise songs, which she did story of us and seven sevens from folklore. It's beautiful. Um, and then she played the story of us, which was from speak now. And it's very, it was on the radio. Yeah. The story of us looks a lot like a tragedy now, which people went fucking wild because that was a surprise song is like, we got that song. So it was like, awesome. I do like that song yeah. a lot. And then she finishes out, she rounds it out with Midnight, which is her newest album. It was released in, back in October. Um, and she plays her bops from it, but she doesn't play your on your own kid, which is fine, Taylor. It's fine. But literally. Are you calling her out a little bit? Here? Well, everybody makes those friendship She's bracelets. Definitely like listening. the bracelets started because it, on your own kid, it's like. Um, make the friendship bracelets take the moment and taste it you got no reason to be afraid so people started doing the friendship bracelets to give it to other swifties because of that song and she doesn't play it but the ones that she i get it because she has to make cuts like i get it she can't play everything but she plays um for a minute she plays lavender haze she plays midnight rain um he was sunshine i was midnight rain he wanted it comfortable i wanted that really good song if you like wanted a bride, I was taking my own name. Haze. Lavender Haze on the radio. So, B, if you wanted to, you want to sing that? <laughs> I just want to stay in that lavender haze. Oh, oh. Um, you are an impeccable singer. Thanks. <laughs> Maybe it's the alcohol. Thank you. Never, yeah. never, never one time say that. Nah. Never one time. I mean, me? When I sing at my house, my daughter tells me, stop singing. So, you know, I'm going to tell you. Amazing. Just my voice. <laughs> you know, she says in the And cracks it on the wall behind her. Just my voice. Uh, that was a memory unlocked just now. Um, I'm trying to think. She plays Karma. That's her last song that she plays. Nice it's the, the finale song. She doesn't have an encore because she ends. She plays for three and a half hours. She ends after Karma. It's it. 
You're out. No. 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 And Blink-182 Blink didn't either. Hours, like, hey, one I, more. Yeah. Blink-182 <laughs> didn't so either. I'm, they had I'm, their I'm, last song and they, they got out of there. To, I'm having to reconcile myself with a three and a half hour concert and just like not getting the encore. Because I feel like you always get the encore. You no. Yes. You, you, you don't need it. You don't, you don't need it. Yeah. I'm telling you right now, you but don't need it. what if I want it? You don't need it. You I, just said I, I how much music Taylor makes. You need I'm out of You said she has to make cuts. Well, what yeah. if her cut was for her encore? I'm sorry. Well, there's people well, too, who paid a lot of money and no, waited in a lot of long I lines for it. one more song. It. They're millionaires. So, I don't get so here, here, it. here's I don't get the that. difference. I mean, always here for the encore. Here's the difference with the encore in this scenario. So, um, unlike bands that are just getting up and playing in front of people and they are just kind of doing whatever while playing she's putting on an actual entertaining performance she's like she's doing theater on yeah. stage she does. Yeah. so it she like sure the does. way you have to look Each, at yeah. it is like it, like the way she's uh setting up her set list she's probably sitting down like uh trying to create acts like this is act it one is. this is the feelings i want them every, to have in act one every era has a theme yeah costumes exactly choreography setting, then setting. plan for act encore it, it, it wouldn't make sense <laughs> it's literally no. one more what? fucking song i mean i was in fourth grade when i went to see nsync i they probably did way more okay I'm about to throw some shade. They probably did way more theatrics than Taylor Swift because <laughs> they dance. <laughs> they dance. She dances the entire three okay, hours. So like Beyonce. They I had, saw Beyonce in NSYNC had two eras at best at that point. Okay, okay, okay. okay. So not NSYNC. Not NSYNC. I, I was okay, get it. I only listen to old shit. But I saw Beyonce in concert and I had an encore with Beyonce and she dances just the same as Taylor. But did she you play for three and a half hours? I don't fucking remember to be honest with you. But I can tell you, but, but I can tell you that probably I've seen Taylor's fucking deodorant commercials where she's be- leaping like a ballerina. That was a couple of years ago. Do you guys what? remember that? It was terrible. No. Look it up. Look it up. It's terrible. Either way, I'm just saying a one song encore, I don't think, is too much to ask. I think, though, if one you song, wait for her to go off away. stage I think it and takes come away. back. I'm also, I'm I was also picturing, like, I was so satisfied. I'm picturing, oh I'm picturing God, NSYNC I'm just like snapping back and forth <laughs> and they're like we've got songs for days we've only got this one fucking dance move anyway uh, i'm sorry have you seen bye 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 <laughs> yeah okay so they so they clap their hands together at you for three more minutes <laughs> everyone's going everyone's going encore encore i actually feel like that sounds familiar bye 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 one more time yeah but she doesn't. But I do. Here's the I, thing. I understand what Greg. I, I was what you thoroughly say, that's satisfied. Like yeah. when she's finished, I, I sat there and I had to process. Money, yeah. money aside, I was done. Yeah, right. I think I think link lengthwise and then pure like you guys said. But let me say that's a production. Link that is also Blink One Eighty Two did not have an encore either. They also ended with their like. I think that's what artists are moving towards now. Yeah, is I just. Think so. This is the concert. This is the set. This is it. So wait, I do have a question because I'm one of these people and I've had this conversation with Daniel. I don't like keep up really on like new stuff. I just, I don't know who sings what. Mm -hmm. To be honest with you, I just kind of like hear songs and I like them. Mm -hmm. Um, Does Blink-182, do they still put out new music? They put out Edging um, as a single when they announced that they were doing a reunion tour and like all this other stuff. Because I feel like there is a little bit of a different obligation when you are an older band going on tour. Like, I reference NSYNC and you all 
fucking hate it on me. But I'm just saying, like, if you're well, we didn't hate on you until you said she they were outperformed Taylor Swift. <laughs> I think that was where the line was. Have you guys <laughs> been to an instant concert? Have you been to an instant concert? I have. There's not a lot of music that you can go through for an instant concert. Well, because they weren't a band as long as Taylor has been right. performing. So I'm just, so saying, I'm just I'm not here to defend and think, guys. I'm they could have, they could have gone through every song they produced it's, and it, not get to three and a half hours. It sounds like you put before. yourself squarely in the corner of NSYNC and no one else. So I'm not here trying to sit on the pedestal of NSYNC, you guys. I'm trying to just say, in terms of performance and like athletic ability, should we not no, athletic ability? Also not. Also not athletic. Not no. athletic. Stamina. I'm, no. Guys, I've been drinking. I've been. Drinking. I something to stamina, say. Stamina, stamina. No. Because no. I have been, I, I have been in situations. I'm not three and a half hour in Louis Vuitton six inch heels. Okay, so here's where here. So wait, no. wait. Here's where the disconnect I think is. Diamond I'm not that into boots. Taylor Swift. So I think that's where the disconnect is because I haven't even seen really much other than like a little clip of her. Performance. She wears six inch heels, dances for three and a half hours, red bottoms in, in red bottoms. And that's like amazing. That's okay. Okay. Diva. So, okay. I understand that because I, <laughs> I was not aware of this. Okay. All I was thinking <laughs> of is like Taylor Swift dancing a with her. A diamond encrusted leotard. Well, all I was thinking of is Taylor Swift like dancing with her backup dancers and, you know, dancing, but then like sitting because she does have ballads. She does have she sh- does. slower songs mm-hmm. of sitting at her piano because I know she plays piano, right? She plays so piano So she and sits guitar. at the piano and she like plays the piano and she sings and like whatever. And so like, I know I said in sync. I don't really mean like in sync is like the die hard, but I'm trying to draw draw a comparison to where like there's bands who or not really anymore, honestly, like older bands. I have to say the sixty yard stadi- or, uh, stage. Mm-hmm. Well, I just mean like it's just like 70. the stamina is really what I'm getting at. But I'm not a Swifty, so this is yeah. coming from somebody who's completely ignorant to the whole. Yeah. I would the say whole experience right now in the industry, Taylor Swift could outperform. Yeah, and. And stamina wise, and she three. Well, then I feel like I need yeah. to go to a you, Taylor Swift concert. He just made a good point too, because when you saw In Sync, it was probably like on a stage, like only looking one way in two thousand four. Mm. Taylor Swift was literally playing to the whole stage. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I just I I remember they were flying through the air. And, I and, there and was a another th- another thing you have to think to about too. I remember being exquisite, but I don't. I mean, I was in fourth grade. I was yeah. like eight. I, you need like, zero energy to fly through the sky. Yeah, you're on a wire. <laughs> on wires. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I not know, literally. I'm wires. just saying, Hold in terms your court, of performance, watch. And, and guys, T- T- watch the music videos, okay? <laughs> if, I'm a dancer. Technique is everything. Taylor Swift does not have it. I'm just saying. That's she, right. does also, she does not have also, the choreography, I would say, it. of. Um, Beyonce, but yeah. she uh, but here's, performs. Here, but she I'm also also fairly certain that okay. NSYNC was mostly just puppets controlled by strings. <laughs> I think that no strings a, attached. <laughs> no, I think that's another disconnect. I've, I've and, and, I'm familiar with like a dance background, so I right. think that when I talk about performance, that's like where my mind goes. So well, one, one thing you have to I'm not trying to offend anybody. One I'm thing just, you have to think, think about so. too is vocal integrity. So she needs to be able to still belt out her songs while performing. Right. So you have to kind of pull back on some of the movements and everything because she is up there absolutely by herself. She doesn't have a band that 
your guitarist is about to rip into a solo where you get a 30, 40 second break. And with like boy bands, like you're sharing the vocals with five other dudes. She goes the whole time. Four other dudes. Three and a half half hours is fucking insane. I mean, have you ever like, you just like belted it by yourself for an hour in the car? Yeah. Like, yeah, you you can't talk for like two days. You think there's going to be like a long pause in between eras? It's, 30 seconds a minute mm-hmm. in between each era. Like, that's how fast she's in a new outfit back on stage. Doing yeah, I saw, like, one different. video where she, like, swan dives off the stage, and she comes up out of the crowd 30 seconds later in a completely different outfit. And I'm mm-hmm. like, wait, how did that happen? Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Leaving the concert was, like, a mass exodus. It is incredibly humbling um, to be walking out of a concert with 70,000 other people. I could just tell you the, the roads were flooded with people. You, it was kind of like I feel like very overwhelming, um, but again, everybody was like I feel like on the same high that we were on. So there was like I don't know. It wasn't anxious or like this fucking sucks. Like blah blah. blah. Right, right. You know, once we got to the bridge and the blisters from my go-go boots were kicking, I was like, I need to get to this <laughs> fucking parking garage. But it was it was just kind of like I think everybody was processing. Especially people that experience those emotional highs like I did, like, oh holy shit, that was fucking everything. I don't and as for somebody came coming in a little maybe more blind than I was, like I don't know what your experience was. I mean, there were even people sitting outside of the concert listening. And those people that I had gone with that were sitting outside at the concert were suggesting how great it would be for young girls or like, you know, from that age range of seven to ten, to go out and just be able to sit outside of the concert and hear it, and how much it would have been fun for them too. Right, right. And the thing about Taylor Swift right now is like, you know, she does write a lot of breakup songs and heart songs about heartbreak and pain and all these other things, but she's gone into this era right now where she's like very much so empowering of like women and like mm. everyone needs to just be themselves and be true to who they are and like live your truth and and she's very inclusive and like even with her dancers like there's a lot of inclusivity like male couples dancing together female couples dancing it was it was beautiful it was (coughs) oh she sings you need to calm down i should have mentioned that it is pride month everybody was like Shade never made anybody guess less gay. Like everybody yelled that at the top of their lungs. Yeah, and, and how long did that come out from come out because, for her? Like that was years ago she released yeah. that. Mm-hmm. And yeah. people were screaming that because again, that's another song where she's speaking out and being like, It's okay to be gay. It's okay to be all these things, like and people that are telling you that it's not are shitty. So she's come into this era that she's incredibly empowering for like everyone. And I think that she's a great role model for like young girls. And there was a lot Absolutely. of little kids at the concert. Yeah. And I think that they were just experiencing that as well. Unlike the Blink-182 concert, I think that was a space for right. young everyone. for young girls to be. Young boys, anybody. Yeah. To just mm-hmm. like feel that energy. Because and, they like, did like, have. feel included. Mm-hmm. They did have what seemed to be male and male dancers, you know close dancing together and what song was that they were ballroom dancing enchanted yeah Yeah. oh okay like because it's supposed to be like a um and so there was like a whole everybody was together in that dance and it didn't feel forced like okay like you're trying to be woke when you're not no it was just like very this is it this is who she is that was how it is every day i I would also imagine you go to that concert like to have that thought of like Mm -hmm. this seems like it's a forced political agenda by the 
by the left wing. No, I mean that's what you'd expect from her, right? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. But that's who she small, because when she first started making music, she didn't speak on anything politically, and that was yeah. a big part of her mm-hmm. personality. I, was say, I remember seeing like a clip of like where she was like, "I can't do this" because she lives in Tennessee, mm-hmm. correct? And all of the things that are happening in Tennessee in terms of like gay and transgender yeah. rights. Well, she ended up speaking um, out about she that. She spoke out about it, and yeah. I think that that is really when I was like, okay, like Taylor is not just like reading from her diary and making songs. Like she's actually like a a human of substance, I guess. And then that's, I think when I started listening a little bit more to her songs and I mean, I still don't know your, her songs like you do by any means. She even said she wanted to be on the right side of history. Mm -hmm. I, I, that was in, in her little interview and like I, I, well, it wasn't even an interview. It was like a candid conversation. Yeah. Yeah, She was just saying it. And yeah, I think that's, I mean, I agree with that. That's a place where anybody, boy, girl, child, adult can go and feel like they're welcome. Yeah. And I, and I think that's why a lot of people resonate with her too, is because she uses her platform. Like she doesn't not use her platform. She doesn't waste her platform. Yeah. Yeah. That was the era's tour. I could talk about it for literally all (laughs) evening. If you gave me the space and time and energy. We, yeah, we'd have to uh, do like a bonus material for that at another time. But yeah. um, I think to close out, we're going to just uh, rapid fire go around real quick. And just everyone just kind of give uh, what your favorite Taylor Swift song is. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, let's start with Jim over there. So with honorable mention to Shake It Off, because that was, that's a... Um, like, yeah, I understand, you know, everybody gives me shit for not being able to dance, but uh, fuck you, I'm going to keep doing it. <laughs> so good for her for that, but um, I'm more, <laughs> but uh, I'm more, you know, I mean, you guys know me as like kind of the old school person, Um, um, our song. Yeah, that was the one I was going to say. I uh, yeah. love that one. Yeah, yeah, and that's very good. And I'll be the first to say, like, I, I didn't grow up listening to country music ever, but when mm-hmm. it became more poppy. That's when I started yeah. listening to it. And I feel like that's kind of, yeah, that's yeah. definitely probably one of the songs that people are like, oh, she wants to be country, but I love it. I don't know. Yeah. Be Purple Haze. Lavender Haze. Lavender Haze. I was going to say, pur- Purple Haze is a completely different song. <laughs> purple Haze. Purple Haze. That's a different episode. That's for a different time. We should do yeah. a Rinse episode, honestly. That would be fun. Yeah. That would be fun. Um, I'd have to go off album, obviously. It depends on the day. Uh, my all-time favorite, obviously, is All Too Well. But, like, again, that's been my favorite for years before. Like, But I also love Come Back, Be Here, Forever and Always. Shout out to Fearless. That should have been played. Um, it's a bop. It's a banger. I Bet You Think About Me. But the also from The Vault featuring Chris Stapleton. I have to say that. In Exile. More chef's kiss, in case anybody was wondering. I've been chef kissing the fuck out of this. Also... <laughs> Paper rings, getaway car. I could go on for days. Listen, I, we don't have time or the energy of the space. Keep going. <laughs> I was going to say, we have favorite songs for the rest of <laughs> we, we asked for a favorite song, and you just started listing because the greatest hits that album. Is imp- that is impossible. First of all, none of those were. Right. Singles. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. I'm going to have to piggyback off of, off of Jim there uh, with our song, um, just because I have actual uh, some pretty fond memories tied to that song. So this, this is going to. Uh, Sound a little weird, but me and my roommate Brad used to pregame to our song all the time back in college. 
So before we were getting ready to go out for the night, we would be in our cramped little apartment, just like like getting ready, getting dressed, whatever, and just like screaming that song at the top of our lungs. So yeah. I love that for you. Yeah. <laughs> I think probably my favorite all time Taylor song was probably Tim McGraw. Oh, okay. Is that what it's even called? I think so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um no honestly I think just because of the sentimental value it holds like yeah. what, like I said, singing it my sisters. Jetta that she wrecked. Um, I don't know if that's even the song I said, but that was on that album. Was it the yeah. same album? Yeah, okay, cool. Um, yeah. Either way, uh, more recent Taylor probably shake it off, just because I feel like it was forced down my throat by the radio, and I eventually I came to like it. But it's like a a little a little bop. I like it. Forced down your it throat. It was forced down my throat, and I like it now. <laughs> I mean, it was. It was on every station, and I feel like I couldn't escape it. And then eventually, I just was like, "Oh, I guess I like this now because this is this is great." Yeah. So I've got one. Uh, it's all too well, but Taylor's version uh, for two reasons. First reason being, I like anything that takes the original. It, to me, those versions almost seem like a jam band version of the original mm-hmm. in that they take the original melody, the original verses, and expand upon those right. yeah. to a greater extent. So I thought the places she took that song afterwards mm-hmm. for the tenor version were powerful. I think that the lyrical content was great. I think they really bend the the song into more than a radio hit and the yeah. second reason is because once you've heard judy sing it in an uber <laughs> that happens to have a karaoke that happens to have a karaoke mic like it's, it kind of changes the song for you a little oh, bit yeah. Yeah, oh yeah yeah for sure i put my whole judasy into it <laughs> yeah 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 so i mean uh yeah so that's that's it for me yeah okay okay all right well that's gonna do it for this episode of every good boy does fine um, if you want to contact us on the socials, you can search us by the title name, Every Good Boy Does Fine, or EGBDF Pod. If you want to email us and tell us your thoughts, you can email us at egbdfpod at gmail.com. And here in the near future, we will be having another uh, quarterly album review episode. So if, if there's an album that you want us to touch on the show, please email us and let us know what album and what artist it comes from that you want us to listen to and give our opinions on. So for all the guests here tonight, thanks for listening and have a good night.